It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Week 14 of the NFL season kicks off tonight, so it's time to make our picks for every game this week today on the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast. You are Locked On NFL Scouting with the Draft Dudes, your daily podcast for NFL and college football scouting. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's better than this? It's guys being dudes here on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. We're the Draft Dudes. I'm Joe Marino from Locked On Bills. He's Kyle Krabs from Locked On Dolphins. And we are your NFL experts here with you daily to talk team building across the league on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast with the Draft Dudes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making Locked On NFL Scouting your first listen every day and a big welcome and shout out to our everydayers. You know who you are. Those of you who never miss a single episode, we appreciate y'all being here very, very much. This episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Week 14, Joseph? Yeah. The only fo- the only college football game we get this weekend at the power or at the division one level is Army Navy. It's That's snowing here, outside my window as we speak. That can't relate. What that. is this? What is this? How are we here? It's the most wonderful time of year, Kyle. This is this is the big time stuff, right? Do it or don't. December football. December yeah, football. Man. Play them all and um, see what happens. Yeah, we're getting closer to playing them all. You know what I mean? <laughs> getting closer to playing the, them all. The ratio, you know, that, that felt different in week one when I when I started to say that. Uh, tomorrow, right. takes on takes. Bring it. Leave a comment on this video on YouTube and drop us your takes for consideration for tomorrow. Want to get that out there early because we forgot last week, you know? Leave me all of your Austin Jackson takes. Three or thirty-six okay. million dollars extension. Miami Dolphins, right tackle, Austin Jackson. Anyway, we'll talk about the Dolphins, but late on today's show because we're doing all of the games for week 14. And the uh, Dolphins play on Monday Night Football. So we'll get to them at the end. Joe, what we have to do at the very beginning is we have to acknowledge how many games we have picked thus far this season and your percentage of games successfully hit. So you and I were different on two games. Last week, we split split them again. (laughs) Like this is the fourth consecutive week we've been different on multiple games, and we've just split every single one. Because the lead, the the highest the lead was was three, and that was like week four. Yeah, I closed it down to two, but you know, so you are block punts in a row and a missed extra point. The next thing you know, Tennessee can't win that game. No, that we both had that one. What was the other one that we were different on? Oh, I picked the Eagles. Yes, you picked the Philadelphia Eagles against the San Francisco 49ers. And I said, that line's telling me something, so I'm going to pick the 49ers. Yeah. And Joe said, ironically enough, you complaining about the the Colts-Titans game being the one that betrayed us. I'm the one that had Russell Wilson's pass intercepted in the end zone in the final minute, which would have won me the pick. I knew knew that was going to happen, though. 
So, no, we didn't because we said the one thing Russ is not going to do is turn the ball over, and he did it three times. Anyway, right, here's Wonderwall. You are successfully picking 60% of your picks thus, thus far this season. Over 60%. Uh, I, by the same ratio, am correctly picking 61%. The show, and we just did an update this week because we did rookies yesterday, and then we did all the injury update and, and some major class reclassifications, guys like Broderick Washington from, from Baltimore, so on and so forth. Uh, we got a roster update this week for the final quarter of the season. The show picking against the spread is currently hitting on 55% of games against well, the spread this season, Joseph. Very good things. Let's keep it rolling. Our, our objective is to make that number even higher. So let's do this thing. We have Patriots, Steelers, Bailey Zappi, presumably, who knows, Bill might switch him again. Versus Mitchell Trubisky on Thursday Night Football tonight. First team to seven points wins. Seven? <laughs> it's probably 10. Like 10, 10 probably wins this game, right? Yes. So there's some things that stand out. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson out. Pop Douglas out. Bailey Zappi at quarterback. I just feel like Pittsburgh at home has too much defense. They've gotten healthy with the skill group. I think they win this football game. My, minus Najee Harris, but he's supposed to play, right? Correct. Yeah, I'm going Pittsburgh. The show is picking... Go. go Pats. The show is picking New England to cover a six-point spread. FanDuel currently has the line at Pittsburgh minus six. I, if I were picking the spread, I might do that as well. I feel pretty Pick good about that confidence level. Yeah. 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 Uh, this be a field goal game, right? 13 10? Something, Something like, that. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Watch. It's going to be 30 to nothing now because just because he said that. Oh, uh, you want to keep rolling? Got to keep a couple more Let's in the one o'clock slate? Let's roll. All right. We have Rams, Ravens in Baltimore. Baltimore, here's the intimidating thing they have waxed much better teams at home than the LA Rams. Yeah. They put I, the I like hurting the on some good football teams in Baltimore. Right. Right. Cross country trip. Um Rams have indoor punch. Team. I don't well, not, I, not I, I respect team, them. But... Yeah, the SoFi's indoors. It's covered. It's it's covered. Well, it's not climate controlled, but like it's never like hot or cold in there. Ravens at home. Ravens at home for me as well. Uh the spread on FanDuel is seven and a half. The show has it at nine. So the show is taking Baltimore to cover seven and a half points. I feel better about that than I, I feel better about that than I do New England covering. Getting six. I feel like this is a two touchdown game. Probably. Probably. What are we doing this game, Joe? The Carolina Panthers are playing the New Orleans Saints in New Orleans on Sunday. There's a lot to hate about this game. Um, <laughs> getting Jameis at quarterback. Yeah, I mean they they were, comp- I mean they were sort of competitive against Tampa last week on the road in the rain. Defensively, Carolina ha- is okay. They're getting some guys back too, I believe. Right? Yeah, they got Chin and Horn back. Yeah, with Jameis. 
Yeah, but then there's the Panthers with no guards, Bryce Young at quarterback, no receivers, like, and a Saints defense that's pretty good. I'm just going to go with the Saints at home. I think it's a smart thing to do. I can see the the Panthers doing like a Cardinals Steelers thing here from last week. I can definitely see it. I'm just going to pick the Saints at home. This is definitely the most high variance game that we've picked so far, not just because the spread is only New Orleans at home minus five and a half. This is the lowest spread we've covered thus far. The show, for the record, uh, has it at New Orleans minus five. So by half a point, we're taking Carolina to cover the spread. And it doesn't matter if they cover by a point or if they win the game. So long as they cover five and a half, it's a winning pick. Can we get one more? Let's get one more. All right. Colts, Bengals. Jake Browning. I hear looking like the clone of Joe Burrow. The hard thing about the Colts, the hard thing about the Colts this year is that Gardner Minshew is not actually playing that well. Like they're seven and five. They're in the playoffs right now, but like Minshew has been a problem. Is Jake Brown, can Jake Browning do it again? He's at home. I, I think the Jaguars have a better defense than the Colts. Who are you rooting for in this game, by the way? I think so. Is it like a weird dynamic for you as a Bills fan trying to sneak into the playoffs where you got a seven and five Colts team and then a six and six yeah. Bengals team lost to? I think the the bank there's more losses coming for the Bengals. I probably okay. am rooting for them to win this game. Not they have the tiebreaker over the Bills, but uh Kyle, I'm I'm going Bengals at home. I thought this was gonna be the game I was gonna get on you. I'm also going Bengals yeah. at home. Yeah, Look, Indy, Indy's a great story, but I agree with you with Gardner Minshew. How many points did they get off of special teams blunders from Tennessee last week in a game that they otherwise should have lost? A lot. Directly got seven because of the uh, block punt that you gave. I guess it was six, right? Because didn't wasn't that the extra point that got ran yeah, back? A, like a four a four point touchdown? Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. Super weird. But that Tennessee misses the extra point. You know, and with five minutes left in regulation, so uh, I don't think that win was quite as indicative of, of what Indianapolis put out there. Cincinnati surprisingly scrappy if they can cook up a game plan like that, and it felt like a boxing match with Jacksonville at times, right? Like we're going to jab, 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 and then we're going to cross with chase down the field in the one-on-one situation. If Browning can do that, right, be okay. They got the run game. Chase Brown gave you a little something extra in the run game, not a ton. But a little something extra. You the Bengals. The show has this as a pick'em, and because Indy is favored by a point and a half on FanDuel, the show's taking Cincinnati. So we are all in on the Bengals here on this show, Joseph. All right, stick with us here, folks. We got plenty of big divisional games coming up to select. But look, when you're hiring for your small business, you want to have as many top tier candidates as possible to interview, and that's why you got to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and they might not have the time or resources to hire. Well, thankfully, with LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, quick, and easy, 
They even just launched a feature that helps you to write job descriptions, making the process even quicker and even easier. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. That's linkedin.com slash NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it's Joe Marino. Being around sports media and a fan of the Buffalo Bills for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line, or could a coin flip have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former SportsCenter anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, and new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts, and you can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Stone cats and dogs out here, man. It's not Something's good. going on outside my window here. Is my wife? I don't know. We'll see here. All right. Well, I'll wait for the dogs. That's how you know something's happening at the Marino household when all the dogs blow up. At no, the same we're going to be okay. I don't. So, some, somebody's walked by my front porch a few times here, so see what's going on. Our next game is another pick'em game according to the show. It's Jacksonville versus Cleveland in Cleveland. Cleveland favored at home by three points. So the Vegas lines, courtesy of FanDuel, would indicate if this was a neutral site game, they would regard it as a pick. We regard it as a pick as is. So therefore, we're currently leaning Jacksonville. If Trevor Lawrence doesn't suit up. This will, will tilt to Cleveland. Yeah, we got to have some caveats here. If if Trevor Lawrence can't play and, and C.J. Beathard can't play, I mean, this is obviously Cleveland. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're used to not playing with their quarterback this year. But if the, if Trevor Lawrence plays, I want Jacksonville. If he doesn't play, I want Cleveland. That is the exact same scenario that I'm in. <laughs> it's the only way I don't do feel – I, I think it would be a stressful game. How about Joe Flacco, by the way? His performance last week, yeah, pretty admirable, right? Right. If you're the Jets, they, you they may have wanted that. that. They don't give that back, do they? They don't, they don't put him down for PPR or anything, right? Like, no, I'd ride him the rest of the way. I would, yeah, for sure. Uh, the the fun storyline with with Joe Flacco in Cleveland is he has chemistry with Elijah Moore because he was in. The Never game. thought about that. I was watching that game and I'm seeing him throw the ball to Elijah Moore, like almost forcing it. <laughs> I'm like, bro, you got some right. trust in this guy, right? Now yeah. it makes sense. I never even connected those dots. Uh, our next game is also a pick'em according to the show, which means we're riding the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on the road against the Atlanta Falcons, who are favored on FanDuel by a point and a half. Just give me the Falcons at home. Um, okay. I, I just I just don't like what's happening with Tampa. And um, they're spiraling, don't have a lot of confidence. And, what, they beat Carolina. I don't care about that. Uh, Falcons seem to have a little bit more punch in desperate moments. Give me the Atlanta Falcons at home. So here's what I ask myself. What is the most... NFC South thing that could possibly happen. <laughs> Tampa winning the game. Give me the Bucks. 
All right. No rhyme or reason it. for it. It's just in my cockles. I feel it. The cockles of your heart? In the cockles of my heart, I feel a Tampa dub coming. So put me down for a Tampa dub. Okay. For no other reason than I continue to not trust Arthur Smith and the Falcons. Not that I trust the Bucks, but it's the There's NFC plenty South. Plenty not thing trust all around here, yeah. <laughs> Detroit Lions at Chicago, favored by three on FanDuel. A measly three, Joe. Is that a suspicious line to you? A little bit, yeah. So be six in Detroit. I can tell you the show likes this by more than a touchdown. So the show is, is I mean, hammering yeah. Detroit minus three. I I am picking Detroit, but the way their defense is playing makes me concerned. But I think they can they can outscore them, and I think that's why I'm going to pick Detroit. The pathway for Chicago is what? Running the ball like crazy, DJ Moore, like scoring. It's it's that it was the, it's the Washington script is what they need. Is this an overreaction to the last time we saw Chicago, which was Monday Night Football against Minnesota, and their defense playing really well, getting what four turnovers off Josh Dobbs? Right. I don't. I just don't care about that. Neither do I. But I'm like yeah. I'm looking at a, a minus three line for Detroit. It feels like it's small. It feels like an overreaction to the last time we saw Chicago, which was in prime time. Might be. I think. Detroit, I think Detroit wins big. Houston. Minus three and a half in MetLife against the New York Jets for the first of two games played at MetLife Stadium this weekend. Conventional wisdom says Houston. But I don't know. I, I, I'd be lying if I wasn't a little bit nervous about Stroud and kind of the style that he plays against the Jets where the Jets, I mean, the, if you if you can't play efficient football against the Jets defense, you're going to get in trouble. It's a good point. And it's not, it's not just ball security. It's how they push the ball down the field. Yep. Right. Greatly, greatly nervous about it for Houston. Now the Jets run defense is not that good. Can Houston rely on Texans, that? And at times they have been able to. They've been intermittently finding a little bit more life in the run game. Yes. So you'd like to think Bobby Slowick, if he's who we think he is as an OC, now, they didn't have great production the last two weeks against Jacksonville and Denver, but the two weeks before that Here's against a, Cincinnati and Arizona, they put up 100-plus yards. And, and Salah and Ulbrich know about Shanahan's style offenses, right? Not only were they part of it, they, you know, they've they game-planned against Miami for the last several years. You know, this is not like a foreign look mm-hmm. that they're going to be seeing. I mean, you get a little weather in this down. game. Brother, I don't know. Are we are we talking ourselves into the Jets? Zach Wilson back at quarterback. It's their best quarterback that they have right it now. It is their available. best quarterback. And that's it's a low bar to clear, but Tim Boyle stinks, man. Can't play. I'm taking I'm taking the Jets. Or no, I'm taking the Texans. Sorry. But this <laughs> this is the game that is like the I would not be surprised game of the week. Go ahead. I'm just going to pick. The, no, no, I'm not doing it. I'm picking. Go Texas. ahead. No, I go <laughs> Jets, though. Seriously, I hope the Jets win the game. The, uh, just... te- the the show has it as Houston minus four. So the show has Houston covering minus three and a half. Whew, it's tight, the slims to markets. Right. It's tight game. Give me a tight game. 
Uh, Seattle at San Francisco, trying to end the skid. To be honest, they don't feel great about it. San Francisco is favored by <laughs> 10 and a half points. Brother, 49ers are humming, and the Seattle Seahawks are the next unfortunate souls to be in the way of the train. Niners, especially because we're just doing pick them, right? Like, that seems easy to me. Right. The show's right. got well, a harder we, job to do here. When the show has it at eight and a half versus 10 and a half is the actual spread. So the show has Seattle covering 10 and a half. And I love that it's at 10 and a half because 10, 10 still gets it done, right? If it was yeah, at 10, back, I would backdoor cover. Backdoors co- yeah, that, cor- backdoor cover is coming for Seattle for sure. That half point, I think, gives me a, a little bit more confidence in this pick. So I'm going uh, Seattle or uh, to cover. The show is going Seattle to cover. We are both going San Francisco to so pick them. Minnesota at Allegiant against the Raiders. Raiders were off last week. Raiders off so to buy against, you know, against Josh Dobbs. Yeah, and I don't know. Justin Jefferson back though. Justin Jefferson's oh, is back. He? Is he? He was act he was activated after the Monday night football game against Chicago. I, I'm going the Vikings. I think I think the Vikings um have more juice on offense. And I think Brian Flores against Aiden O'Connell is something that I like. Give me the Vikings. Yes, I think they will swarm the hell out of them. I think Minnesota's defense performs big. Yeah. So I'm also on Minnesota. The show has it as Minnesota as a touchdown favorite versus a field goal favorite. So the FanDuel line at three, Minnesota being favored, the show is taking them to cover that as well, Joe. All right, we got heavy hitters coming up here. Eagles, Cowboys, Bills, Chiefs. Big stuff to talk about, so stick with us. But look, if you're like me and you're trying to figure out your holiday shopping and it stresses you out, you're in luck because I have the answer for you, right? We're we're trying to find meaningful gifts for our friends and our family members, but it can be challenging. You're trying to be thoughtful, but it can't be overly complicated. Well, like I said, I do have the answer for you, and that is the Skylight Digital Picture Frame. Skylight is a touchscreen photo frame that you can send photos to straight from your phone, and they appear in seconds. You can even preload photos before the box is open, so that way when it's unwrapped and plugged in, your most treasured memories will appear. I mean, it's literally the perfect gift for anyone. Imagine giving that thing to your significant other, your mother, your grandparents, and you know you can load it up with pictures of you and your family and make them happy all the time. In fact, satisfaction is guaranteed. They are so confident, Skylight, that you're going to love it that they're offering a free 120-day return opportunity. And as a special limited time offer for our listeners, you can get $15 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com slash lockdown. Again, to get $15 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame, just go to skylightframe.com slash lockdown. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E.com slash lockdown. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. The AFC West battle of mid 
is on the Broncos at the Chargers. First of two matchups this season for these two teams. The Chargers are favored by two and a half at home, according to FanDuel. Where you at, Joe? Um, man, I feel like the, a bounce-back performance for the Chargers offense is in line here. That's kind of the, the number one thing that I think about. Uh, Denver's not going to turn it over three times, I don't think, and I think their offense will play well. So I like Justin Herbert more than Russell Wilson. I think the the Chargers are at home. I kind of like them in this game. I don't love it, but I like them a little bit more. Denver's going to have to rely on takeaways, right? That's been their that's been their message. Give me the Chargers. Why do you feel bounce back performance is coming when they've scored 16 points the last 2 weeks? I think Justin Herbert's too good of a quarterback. Give me the Broncos. Here we are again. Here we are again. The Broncos, they're going to honeypot me again. I can't wait. But the Chargers, you just keep waiting for the wheels to snap back in place for the Chargers, and it just keeps not happening. Right? They they score 38 and lose at home to Detroit. And they score 10 against Baltimore at home and lose on Sunday Night Football. And they go on the road and they win 6 nothing against New England the following week. It's just been... Tough sledding for the Chargers is just probably the best way to put it. And uh, even the week before that, you go back to they played a Monday Night Football and scored 27 against the Jets, but seven of that was on a punt return for a touchdown. So Denver's been hot. They obviously did not have the uh, the script to beat Houston in Houston. I think a divisional matchup is what they need to get back on track. And the show has this as Chargers minus one and a half. So the show has Denver covering a two and a half point spread. So Joe against the world this game. All right. My my Chargers. Bills Chiefs. Heard about it. I've heard Buffalo's had some success in Arrowhead as of late. Won the last I've two heard, years. I've heard Buffalo probably has their season on the line in this game. Mm-hmm. I've heard Josh Allen's playing really good football. The problem, the hardship, is the Chiefs' record coming off of a loss the -hmm. last several years is quite robust. I've also heard Sean McDermott's never lost coming out of the bye. All these things are facts. And the Bills have the second-best winning percentage after a loss is 2017 as well. There's two good teams coming off of a loss, right? Yeah. Historically. I've heard Kansas City really struggling to... Uh, here's the big concern I have for the Bills in this game. Teams have really been able to minimize Travis Kelsey. Do you feel like mm-hmm. Buffalo without Milano and the safeties being a, a little older and probably a half step slower, do you feel like they can still do that? I don't have a lot of confidence in stopping Travis Kelsey. He's been a problem for years. Um I think the the good thing for the Bills is that there's not a whole lot else that you really get nervous about in terms of their weapons. I mean, I right. know Rasheed Rice has had a resurgence. We'll see if Isaiah Pacheco, right, he didn't practice on uh, Wednesday. Um, so, you know, I think that'll be an important piece for them. I think I think the Chiefs have a similar issue um, with kind of their middle of the field with no Brian Cook. 
Uh, we'll see if Nick Bolton can go, but I think I think Kincaid can can stress them and and. I'm not saying Kincaid's better than Kelsey, but I'm saying the stress that they're going to have accounting for that matchup could be pretty significant. I'm inclined to pick the Buffalo Bills here. I I am going to pick the Bills. We'll go down together. I think the Bills have had a history. I don't think the Bills are going to win out. Like I think that's an unfair expectation, but they do have a kind of a history of – whether it was like after that Arizona Hell Murray play, they kind of like ran the table the rest of the way after the bye. They had that heartbreaking loss in Tampa against Tom Brady, ran the table after the bye, after that game and like won the division. They've done this the last couple of years. I think that it's a somewhat of a familiar spot. I don't think I don't think this team can do it, but I think they win this game. That makes sense. It's gonna go. It's gonna go one of two ways, right? Like you're gonna have the crippling loss against Philadelphia that you're either gonna bounce back from, you stewed on it for an extra week, or that loss is gonna be. You know, we saw Jordan Phillips on the sideline during the game, getting into it with the fans, and then the Von Miller situation during the bye. And it's like it's either the house of cards is either gonna fold all the way in, or they're gonna dig their feet in and they're gonna win a hard fought football game. It's going to be one or the other. I think it's it's Kansas City by a billion or a Buffalo by a score. We'll I'm riding with you. I'm riding with you picking the Bills. Uh, the show is taking Kansas City to cover the point half spread on FanDuel because they have it. The show has the spread at five. Philadelphia at Dallas against the Cowboys. First place in the NFC East on the line. Everybody hates the Eagles now. Incredible how it's happened. Everybody's just completely. Why, why do they? I don't. I don't find myself there. I, I like the Eagles a lot. Well, I can tell you the spread at Dallas minus three and a half. The week before, San Francisco was favored in Philadelphia against the Eagles. So I'm using that collective everybody to illustrate okay. the, yeah, the yeah. spreads have not been kind to the Eagles as of late. In spite of being ten and one going into the San Francisco game. Obviously, they get waxed, so that's reinforcement. You know who else got waxed by San Francisco? Dallas. Dallas? I think you can make a very firm argument the Cowboys are playing better football, but I also don't love what Dallas showed defensively against Seattle. Previous week. Philly, Philly's won two or three in this matchup, but Dallas has won three four of the last six. It's been a little bit healthier of a competition than I, I think the, and it's some of that's been because Dak's record against the the NFC East opponents is really good, but he's had some games where he's missed the last couple seasons. Part of me just doesn't want to be different than you on this pick. I think Dallas catches Philly at a tough time. Coming off a loss? Getting smoked at home. And for that reason, I think I'm picking the Eagles. I'm going Eagles. And and I was hoping you would pick Eagles because that's that's where my lean was. But I did not want to be different. Uh, The show has this Philly covering the three and a half point spread that they're getting and actually thinks Philadelphia wins the game as well. 
So we're all in on Philly. Uh, we can make this one quick. Miami at home, Monday Night Football, part of their doubleheader, which is a dumb idea, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, Miami favored by 13 and a half points against the Tennessee Titans. Is uh, Simmons is out, right, for Tennessee? Jeffrey Simmons is out, yes. Is Derrick Henry, what's his status? Derrick Henry is going to play. He's not in concussion protocol. Okay, that's somewhat helpful. Is um, The Dolphins will be without Jerome Baker and probably Robert Hunt. Is, there is Steve McNair there? available and, and Albert Hainsworth in his prime and Javon Curse and Keith Bullock? Are any of these guys going to be available who else, to who play? Was, who was the receiver there who caught that play against the Rams? Kevin Dyson? Kevin yeah. Dyson. Yeah, they need like Kevin Dyson too. Derek, no, Derek Mason. Are these guys are these guys coming Derek around? They, they Taylor Lewan. No, they're not available to play. Wow. They, well, with that in mind, give me oh, the Dolphins. Oh <laughs> going to game time. Well, you already have a ticket. Uh Dolphins I have a ticket, yeah. Dolphins at home. Tighten up, uh, the baby. show likes Miami Tighten cover up. 13 and a half. Uh show has the spread at 17. So it's the athletic ceiling. I told you this. The, the Dolphins aren't capable of a stinker against a bad team. They're not. You keep saying that in hopes you're going to jinx them. I know what you're doing. No, I, it's really not true. No, no. I honest, I honestly believe that. There are times where I certainly lean into Dolphin stuff just to do it. This is not one of those times. I legitimately believe that the Miami Dolphins and their athletic ceiling offensively does not allow them to lose a game like this. Can they play a close game like this against the Raiders? Yes, that can happen. But there's going to be a couple of moments where you're out leveraged and the guys are too fast and two is too accurate and they're going to score some explosive plays. It's going to make it impossible for you to win the game if you don't have the stuff. And Tennessee doesn't have the stuff. And Green Bay at New York Giants. That's not the a knockout. I think it's it's a well-constructed team. It sets a high floor, man. Yeah, the explosive explosive play rate allows you to get points even if you're struggling. Right. Well, they say like in basketball, right? Offense takes nights off, right? Yeah. Okay. When your offense takes a night, a night off and you still got sharpshooters, right? doesn't matter. You're still going to hit some threes. By the way, I picked New York Giants to beat the Giants. I'm also picking the Packers to beat the Giants. The show, interestingly enough, has the Giants covering the six and a half point spread, however. So there you go. Okay. Good luck, show. You know what? You know what? That felt like a weird, that feels like a weird thing. But you know what else the show got? The show got Cincinnati covering the eight and a half point spread right. against Jacksonville Monday Night Football last week. Too. Heck of a call out. Heck of a call out. So it happens. These weird lines, these weird picks. The show knows it gets 55% of picks right against the spread. So that is going to do it for us here on this episode of Locked on NFL Scouting. I'm Kyle Krabs. He's Joe Marino. The show is the show. We appreciate you for joining all three of us as we make our picks this week. For week 14 of the 2020 NFL season, you can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Takes on takes tomorrow. So leave your hot takes in the comment section, and we will answer them all tomorrow on the show. Peace. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. 
They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 